0: Alright, let's get to the Word tonight. We want to go to Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7. One of my favorite scriptures in all of the Bible. We're talking about the seven spirits of God. And uh, we uh, talked about the spirit of the Lord. We talked about the spirit of wisdom. And tonight, we're going to talk about the spirit of understanding. This is a wonderful, wonderful attribute of the Godhead. But in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7, it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all your getting, get understanding. So now we see two parts because there is a uh, conjunctive word there, and. So God wants us to pursue wisdom, and that is so critical to have wisdom. But he also says, when you get it, now get understanding. Understand the knowledge that you have attained. And it is an attribute of the Godhead. It's an attribute of who Jesus is. Revelation chapter 4 verses 4 and 5 tells us about that. And let me just give you you a, a definition of wisdom. Because I believe it ought to be our first pursuit. It ought to be our first pursuit. Wisdom causes you to know and enables you to be mentally productive. Imparts creative abilities for exploits. So I want to talk about that just one more time. I want to go through it again, but a definition that I want to share with you about wisdom. So he's telling us wisdom is the principal thing. So the principal thing is to know, to be able to be mentally productive, to impart creative abilities for the exploits that God would assign for us because we cannot produce the exploits or engage the exploits without the knowledge of those exploits. And so wisdom being the productive thing, uh, the primary thing. But then he says, in all you're getting, get understanding. So understanding then is the ability to intelligibly diagnose situations. Diagnose situations. Now, what that is, is to identify the nature of the situation that you're facing. Nature or origin. Understanding now gives you the ability to dissect to bring a diagnosis, to be able to understand the nature or the source of what you and I would be facing. And watch this, put solutions together to be able to go on to the ultimate end of obtaining practical results. So methods or processes, understanding gives us methods or processes of how we can get results in our life. So knowing that we ought to have a good marriage is great. And knowing that husbands ought to, you know, love their wives and wives ought to submit to their husbands, that's great. Knowing all that is great. But now, how do I diagnose the problem I'm having with my marriage? How do I apply that truth? How do I take that truth into a method or into a process to get results? That's what understanding will do. And understanding is a characteristic of Jesus himself. And he wants to impart that to us so that daily we can begin to engage in this kind of lifestyle. That's why serving God is so exciting because there's never a problem that cannot be solved. There's never a circumstance that's bigger than the God that you serve. Hallelujah! There's never an, a, a, an extraordinary problem that God is not supernaturally able to address and give us the method or the process To get the victory in. So I am thankful for that tonight. Look at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7b again. He says, in all your getting, get understanding. In all your getting, get the ability to intelligibly diagnose situations and put solutions together with methods and processes to be able to go on to the ultimate end of obtaining practical results. That's what he was saying about understanding. So now you got that wisdom, great. you got Bible knowledge, great. But get understanding. I know how to take that and diagnose with it and get process and develop methodology to be able to walk in the complete and total victory in every aspect of our lives. And that's the spirit that God wants to impart to you and me tonight. I want to become outstanding with understanding. I want to become outstanding with understanding. Look at Proverbs chapter 13. And verse 15, it says, good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Good understanding gains favor, and that word gain actually can be interpreted gives. So understanding gives favor. But we have to be careful that we don't define favor by the world's standard. When people say they've got favor, it's because you got increase. you got favor because everybody loves you. They've elected you as president. you got favor because, you know, whatever. Now, wait a minute. Be careful with that because I believe that what the Scripture is saying is favor will bring you from one level to another level. In other words, from inferior to superior. That's what favor will do. Favor lifts you. Tell your neighbor you're going to be lifted by favor. Now, why do I want you to tell them that? Because where we are tonight is not where you will remain when you walk in understanding. Because understanding gives favor. Understanding gives lifting. Understanding will take you to another level in life. Favor is knowing what to do to bring the situation under control. Have you ever been in a situation that was out of control? Hmm, sure, we all have. Favor always brings it under control. That's what we read about Daniel. It's likened to light. So understanding is illumination, if you will. It's, it's the revealing. So when we get understanding, it means we're walking in the light as he is in the light. So there's some powerful things that are happening here. I'm recognizing that I'm I'm getting a I'm getting an oh yeah, I'm getting a wow, that's God. I'm getting a oh I get it now uh, feeling because when I'm reading the word and I'm getting knowledge, all of a sudden the spirit of understanding is coming on me and I'm addressing situations that have been long-standing in my life, and I'm beginning to distance myself from them because favor favor of god is lifting me it is illuminating and you know what the bible says in john chapter chapter one that verse five i think it is darkness could not comprehend the light anywhere there's light darkness cannot stay so where there is understanding darkness has to go i need to get understanding about this situation I need to get understanding. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It might be financial stress. It might be marital stress. It might be stress over your children. All of us can relate to those. Whether it it be children, marriage, finances, it doesn't really matter what the circumstance is. The devil's goal is to keep us at that level, under its bondage, under its influence, out of control and under control of the circumstance. And God says you're going to stay there until you get the spirit of understanding on you. Understand one thing, that that's not where I want you to be. But you need to know how to get out from under and get back on, on top and get over the circumstance that you're in. And we often think that the methods or the processes to be able to do that is 10 steps. Or if I begin to do this or I begin to do that. Or if I can just be a better person. Wait a minute, this is... That's not our faith. Our faith is not a religion. It is a relationship, right? So therefore, I understand that as I pursue the character of Christ, as I become more like him, as I walk in the light as he is in the light, I am now empowering myself to dominate. What dominates Jesus? Nothing. What overpowers him? Nothing. What can can control him? Nothing. Nothing. So as I become more like Him, what dominates me? What controls me? What can can circumstances hedge me in? What what condition can be developed that can limit me? Nothing. As I become more like Him, because I'm understanding my rightful place. I want to be like Jesus, folks. I want to talk like Him. I want to treat other people like Him. You know... (laughs) Did you know Jesus doesn't snap at people? So if you're a snapper, you're under bondage. Oh, Pastor, now you're getting you're getting personal. Why don't you just stick to preaching? Now wait a minute. If you're an unforgiving person, you're under control. You're being dominated. And it's holding you down like a weight. You're a helium balloon made to soar into the heavenlies. But you've got these sandbags of unforgiveness, sandbags of grumbling, sandbags of snapping, sandbags of whatever else holding you down. And you were created to soar. Man, pull out your knife. Cut those things loose. I mean, it's time for you to get up into the heavenlies. Amen. It's time for you to start looking down at the thing instead of looking up at it. God's created us to look down from above high above principalities and powers seated with Christ in heavenly places the problems of life now hear this now are are in darkness the problems of life are like mold they like wet dark places the problems of life are burst in darkness so therefore If I'm in a problem, I have to recognize its origin or its nature. Realizing that if I put light on it, that it has to come under dominion. So there's no problem in your life that you can't solve through God. There's no situation that can overwhelm you and defeat you that you can't conquer in him. Because it has its origin in darkness. Matter of fact, let's read that scripture in John... Uh, no, let's go, to, let's go to Luke 1, 7, 7, 79 first. Luke 179. To give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Did you know before Christ came, we were sitting in darkness? We were all like moldy and damp and cold... And controlled, but when the light came, it dispelled the darkness. That's John chapter 1, verse 5. Let's see if we can find that one. John chapter 1, and verse 5. It says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. And verse 5, And the light shines in the darkness. See, that's what light is supposed to do. It's supposed to shine where? In the darkness. (laughs) Not light shining in the light. God already got the light. So, my walk with God is specifically designed to shine in dark places. So, darkness breeds rebellion. It breeds antichrist. It breeds carnal nature. That's what darkness does. So, when that's around me, I know the source, it's darkness. And I know the cure, light. Because light shines in darkness darkness and that's what we're talking we're talking about Daniel chapter uh, what was that chapter Daniel chapter 11 chapter 5 verse 11 he said that understanding is likened to light it's the revealing and so we see that light shines in the darkness and darkness did not comprehend it and that word comprehend in the Greek means overcome and that's encouraging to me I'm like, wow, God, you mean anything that had its origin in darkness can be overcome with light? So, all I got to do is get understanding in this. All I got to do is apply through your methods and your processes. I can diagnose the situation, understand it, and apply it, and I can walk in favor. You give favor? You give a lifting? Oh, my goodness, this is great, God. What are we going to do tomorrow? this was fun today, God. Woo-hoo, let's do it. What are we going to do tomorrow, God? He said, don't worry about it. There's plenty of darkness for the light to shine. That's why we as believers have got such an opportunity. As darkness abounds on the earth, we get to go out there and let our light shine. But you got to start in Jerusalem first. So we want to dispel all the darkness Around our life. Look at Psalm 112. Psalm 112 and verse 4. Unto the ri- upright there arises light in the darkness. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. So, God, I know according to your word that if I'm in a situation that has its origin in darkness, unto the upright I will arise with light. There will come a revealing. There will come a a a, a rescue if you will because that's what your word declares and you're gracious full of compassion and you're righteous because this is your nature to lift me this is your nature to reveal to me my solution so God I am so thankful I'm so excited that I don't have to live in this garbage dump you know people live in garbage dumps literally did you know that Mexico I've been there and Guatemala I've been there not Guatemala but Nicaragua major garbage dumps and there's homes built out of cardboard boxes and tin, pieces of tin. And, and we'd go in there and we do a ministry where we cut hair and wash the children and do their teeth. And we have dental buses and all these kinds of things that we go in there. But they, they scavenge off of, the, off of the rotting and decaying foods and, and they have to beat buzzards off. And wild dogs, they live right there. They've learned to live an existence in that garbage dump. They know nothing else about another life. They have no other opportunity. They were born there. The children were literally born in the garbage dump and were raised there. They've learned how to scavenge from the time they were able to walk. It's the only thing they know. And we coming in there, would think, why are you living here? Man, there's so much more opportunity. You know, light has come. Arise and shine. For your light has Come. You don't have to live under the dominion of this thing. You could be free. That's why I hate depression. I'm a man that fought depression for many, many years. Depression is a very dark, ugly thing. It's heavy. It's painful. It causes people to take their lives. It ruins the lives of other people. It steals and robs from them their joy and their purpose. But it's out of darkness. And it must be lifted. We don't have to live under that. You see, we cannot be satisfied until we reach level one light. See, we get a little bit of light. And we start feeling a little bit better and we kind of like camp out there. I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, hallelujah. But you're still living miserable. People around you are miserable. Your family's miserable. Everything is not going that well. You think it's good, but all because you have your name written down the Lamb's Book of Life, you go to church, now you're promoted as a deacon, and everybody thinks you're bad and all that, but you're really not, because at home nobody's really happy. You got like level number ten light. But we should have aspirations to go to level number nine. And then level number eight, number seven, number six. Jesus had level one light. Jesus had level number one light. Look at Luke two forty-seven. All who heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. Hey, listen, folks. I believe the world ought to be astonished at our responses. Uh-huh. Yes. Have you ever gotten caught up in the web of being on hold or going through the various circuitries of a business that say if you need this department press one if you need this department press two and you press two and then you get another one that says if you need this person press this number and I got caught in one of those today I was just trying to make a simple phone call pay some insurance wasn't a big deal and in like 15-20 minutes later I'm talking to somebody I finally got somebody on the phone talking and and he was saying well hold on right now I'm going to see what I can do and he was being kind to me and I was being kind to him I was just trying to be a real Christian. You know, I was throwing some light in the circumstance. Because I have the power to do either. I either can throw light into it or I can add to the darkness. Well, he gets back on the phone. I'm sorry to make you hold. I said, it's all right. I said, it's a beautiful day. He said, oh, okay, well, I'll be right back again. I need to talk to somebody else. And he put me on hold again. You know, after a while, you've been on there so long, you can almost memorize the circuit tape that goes on and telling you about everything. He comes back on it again. He said, I am so sorry. He said, thank you for your patience. I said, you know, patience is what I have plenty of. I may not have a lot of other things in life, but I've got boatloads of patience. He goes, well. He said, you know what? When I talk to most retired people, <laughs> that's what he said when I talk to most retired people you think they've got all this time but you know what they never have patience he began to open up and spill out to me on his frustration on his job talking to old people who have no patience and I just started shining the light I said brother I've got all kinds of patience I said you know what it makes the world go round I said we need to be thankful for what God has done you know I'm thankful you're taking time to help me out today He goes, you know what? This is a different phone call than I normally get. (laughs) But I really meant it. I wasn't trying to be manipulative. I was in a good mood. There are times I'm not like that. Come on, somebody. I'm not perfect and neither are you. But I was anointed at that moment. You know what I'm talking about? I (laughs) I wasn't going to let darkness overwhelm me and change my attitude. Make me into something that Christ did not redeem. In other words, to revert back to my carnal nature. I'm a redeemed man of God. I'm a king and a priest on the earth. I walk in authority and all of a sudden I'm ranting and raving because I'm on hold. What authority do you have if you can't even be on hold for 10, 15, 20 minutes? Without getting frustrated. Without demeaning the other person. I said to him, "Look, look, his name was Lewis. I said, Lewis, I really like your name. I said, buddy, you know what? You are an awesome employee. I know you're doing your job, and I want to thank you today for helping me out. He said, you know what? This has been a very pleasant experience. I said, well, God bless you. <laughs> Jesus loves you, whatever I said. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. And I got my insurance. And it was nice because they were trying to pay, bill me for the whole year, and I couldn't for, put, put all the whole year down. I said, I need quarterly payments. And when he started out, there was no such thing as quarterly payments. But when I hung up, I got quarterly payments. <laughs> <laughs> you say, you know what? That's not much of a testimony. It's not for you because you wouldn't have to worry about paying at all. I'm the one who had to pay it, but now I only had to pay a quarterly payment. I come down to town, and I said, Tina, guess what? Hallelujah! Quarterly payments. <laughs> the aspiration of every believer is to operate in level one understanding, where Jesus operated. That's my aspiration. Get results with understanding. It is a gift from God. Look at Daniel chapter 1 and 17. As for these four young men, God gave them. Say that with me. God gave them. One more time. God gave them. You know, every moment, any circumstance, any situation, God is ready to give us understanding, light, control if we'll receive it. You know, my wife is like that. Sometimes she works. The Holy Spirit uses her and she'll tell me, now honey, you need to, you know, I, I want to share this with you. And I said, I'm not ready to receive that. And her light that flew, was flowing through her life, I refused it. And I complicated the circumstance and I became controlled and dominated by it. This used to happen with my family all the time because my family used to irritate me. My mother tried to control me. I mean, really dominate me, and I resisted that. I am like be controlled. Don't dominate me. And so, coming to the house, my wife would say, Now, "Honey, don't don't beat up on your brother. Don't don't verbally abuse him. Don't don't. You know, just let's try to have some peace." And I say, "What are you trying to tell me what to do? I, I I'm not going to do that." As soon as I get in there, I'm like, bah, 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 and she looks over at me and goes, "See, you just ruined the day. You ruined our visit with your attitude." You now are being dominated and controlled by what you've been dominated and controlled about over since you were a boy. And you're not breaking free from it. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? Level one says you can break free from that. I can go into my family and love on them and shine the light and get understanding with methods and processes of how to release my divine assignment and destiny in the life of my family even though they have been mean to me or they treated me in a a discourteous way I can still find light to re-break this domination over me it's not really about them it's me it's how I'm responding to my circumstances I thought it's no longer I that live but it's Christ that now lives in me can I get a witness in here this isn't Presbyterian church is it (laughs) I love the Presbyterians, but they don't shout amen out loud. So just to make sure I'm in the right place, just say amen, okay? All right, I'm in the right place. All right. Yeah, Baptist Bapticostal church, maybe. God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Daniel chapter 2, verses 20 to 23. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his, and he changes the times and the seasons. Oh, don't you love that? <laughs> you say, I don't like the time I'm in. It's going to change. God has the power to change that. I don't like the season we're going through. Just hold on, it's changing. God has another season. For wisdom and might are his, and he changes the times and seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness. I love that scripture. That is so cool. He knows what's in the darkness. Let me just stop right there. You know what he's saying to me? It's saying that God himself understands the nature of darkness. He knows your enemy better than you do. He knows your enemy's uh, movements. He knows his tendencies. He knows his priorities. He knows what's in the darkness. Oh, God, thank you that you understand what I'm going through, God. You understand when I have to deal with my mother. You, have to, you understand what I have to deal with this rejection. You understand what I have to go through this with my, my family. Oh, God, with that man on the phone today, God, you knew. You knew, God, it was a trial for me. You understand my enemy. He knows how the enemy sets up traps for you. He knows... He knows. He studied the enemy's movements. See, you don't know. I don't know. We can't predict it. We can't put our finger on the enemy. You and I are no match for the devil. Come on. You're going to try and beat up on the devil. You're going to try to overcome him by going shout at him. Shout at him, Jesus. That doesn't work either. Light does. Understanding does. Watch. This is powerful because he tells us that he knows what's in the darkness. And light dwells with him. Light dwells with him. Oh, I get God in this situation. Suddenly I have light, which means darkness can't stay here. That means everything that originated in darkness has to lift. As long as I've got God with me and lights with him, darkness can't comprehend or overcome my situation. I'm encouraged now because I know it's only a matter of time. God changed the times and changed the seasons. I'm on my way out of this mess. I just want to be happy tonight and let you know that I'm anticipating a celebration. Yeah. God is about to change things, turn it around. Whew. I'm persuaded in my spirit because I see what it says in the word. He's researched the tendencies and the priorities and the movements of the enemy. Now, I thank and you and praise you, verse 23. O oh God of my fathers, you have given me wisdom and might. And have now made known to me what we asked of you. For you have made known to us the king's demand. You have made known to me what we have asked of you. One more time. We have made known to me what I have asked of you. There is no circumstance, no situation that is too complex that if you ask God, he will tell you the way out. so I walk through the day with confidence and every once in a while my, my, my soul, my flesh looks looks around and I get a little nervous and I think my God I'm actually walking on water ah, ha, ha, ha. like Peter, Lord save me right but the facts are folks He's walking right next to you. My focus has to change from the wave to his footprint, to his stature, to his presence, because when I have him, I have light, because light is with him. That's what the scripture said, which means now, even though I'm in a dark situation, the waves are about to overtake me. It doesn't matter, because those waves can't comprehend light. Can you imagine being thrown in a colosseum with man-eating lions? And Christians singing kumbaya. They weren't worried. They They had such great faith. What causes a man or a woman under such great trial and adversity to stand tall and sing? And worship? They must feel like something's with them. That's greater than what's against them. Something more powerful that dominates and controls. Rather than being dominated or controlled by. Because it's light. And even though their flesh is being torn from limb to limb. They sing their way out. Everybody loves preaching on Hebrews 11. The first half. But there are a whole lot of preachers that get in there. And start talking about being saw on the But this praise will come out until the two parts lie on the floor. And if I can still muster a note, the other half will still say glory to God. Because I'm not regulated by what I experience or see, but by who's with me. (laughs) Man, what a way to live. How's it going, Brother? Well, you know, under the circumstance, it's not going too bad. And people would say, "Well, you better get out from under the circumstance and get up from on top of the circumstance. Listen, we need to start focusing on something that we can't do. I can't get out from under the circumstance. The only way I can get the victory is I have light with me that overcomes and overwhelms darkness. That's my understanding. There's two levels of understanding I want to introduce you to Colossians chapter one and verse nine. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, did not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul, writing to the church at Colossae, he said, "Listen, I have not stopped praying for you. I'm praying for you that you wouldn't get the new house or the new car or the big diamond ring or you know the new promotion." And he didn't say that. He said that you would have the be filled with the knowledge of his will and All wisdom and spiritual understanding there it is the one two power punch of the kingdom because when you got that all this other stuff is easy that's easy now this is no choir boy praying this this is no novice preacher that's just trying to build a ministry This is the great apostle Paul who's saying, my prayer doesn't end for you. And this is what it is. You get wisdom and understand. If you get wisdom and understanding, child, you're going to make it. And all thy getting, get wisdom. And all thy getting, get understanding. So we see that the levels of understanding, number one is spiritual understanding. But number two in Exodus 35, verses 30 and 31. And Moses said to the children of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Ur, the tribe of Judah, and he has filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding, in knowledge and all manner of workmanship. I like that scripture. Because here's the other aspect of understanding. One is spiritual understanding. Number two, though, is supernatural skill. That tells me, I don't care if I'm a worship leader, a children's worker, a a sound engineer. It doesn't matter what I do. Let me tell you where I'm going. Level one skill. I'm the biggest and the baddest. I am the best. It's an excellent spirit in my life because I operate in wisdom and understanding. I'm not just a missionettes director. I put fear in demons as I don my uniform because I am skilled in what I do. God's given us ability, church. Be When you sang that song tonight, you sang it out of your soul. And it transcends her natural talent. Because she's singing out of understanding. You can't preach something you haven't known. You can't teach something you haven't walked with. You can't impart something you don't have. (laughs) So you see, I... I look for excellence and excelling in every person's life in this place. I, I look for us to reach a level one existence of life in everything we do. Now, we can try it on our own. We can try it on the natural side. We can, you know, put on the, the tuxedo and we can, we can come across with white gloves and we can do all the outward natural things and never really have any supernatural skill. Just human recognition. That's not what I'm looking for. I'd rather you be in a pair of dungarees and a t-shirt. But operating in the skill of understanding in your position. Well, you are not satisfied until your children touch God in that classroom. And you will not be satisfied until you can lead them there. And when you go home and you didn't quite meet the goal, you lament over the fact that there's more room for growth. That God, I can do this better. I know that I can. I got to get more understanding. I need the method. I need a process. I need to diagnose the situation, God. I know you need to give me favor with these children because it's my passion. It's so not just something I do at church. To socially Somehow meet this longing of acceptance. No, no, no. That's not what it is. You understand? You understand I am Bezalel. I am, I am been appointed as a workman in the house of God. And I work in excellence. And there's nobody that can do it like me. And I'm not proud over others. I just know who I am. You want the job done right? Call me, pastor. I'll do it. You won't have to ask me. You won't have to think about it again. It'll be done. Because I operate in skill of understanding <laughs> Give me six Christians like that in a church, and you'll change the whole city. Come on down. You know what I'm talking about? That's where we're. Do you understand that's the destiny of our lives here tonight? That's where we're that's where we're going. This is where God is wanting to take us as a people. Knowledge is discovering what exists, but understanding is the insight into what exists. Paul prayed this prayer. Now at the church at Ephesus, he says. In the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. In other words, his potent prayer was that we would understand. I like this scripture. I've used it so many times in my life. Isaiah 16, verse 1, arise and shine, for your light has come. Folks, Jesus came and Jesus was born in Bethlehem, little baby on Christmas. You know, we do all, all the thing and we just show them in a manger and we have some hay and we have some animals and we do the little shepherd boys in bathrobes and we sing, oh, little town of Bethlehem. And you know, the Jesus was born in the earth, but you understand something? Your light has come. Luke chapter 1 and 79 it was talking about Jesus. We were sitting in darkness, but you know what? We're not in darkness anymore. Light has come. And he said, the prophet, he said, said, now you need to arise. And when you arise, you see, when you arise, if you will, just arise up out of that chair. Arise. You know, see what you had to do? You had to change your position. And the prophet's saying, change your position. Don't stay where you've been dominated and controlled. Change your position. See, I have no other motivation but for Christ's sake. I've got to be a better husband. I've got to be a better father. I have to improve as a pastor. I have to become kind. I have to become a person who is more sensitive. I need to walk like Jesus. Why? Because Christ paid too much of a price for me to hang out at level 10. (laughs) I am motivated because my light has come. We're living in a day of revealing. It illuminates us so that we can reveal. I want to reveal Christ's love. You know, Lewis, 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 by by characterization, and I don't know that he was gay or not, but he sounded gay to me like sometimes gay people sound. On the phone. So Lewis and I were like talking like buds. And as I was talking to him, I'm thinking, hmm, my natural man's saying, "Who?" This isn't this not flow with me. I can't I don't talk to gay guys like this. It's all right, Lewis. Patience is a virtue. What? No, no, no. I got to be more manly. I got to be strong. I I got to be in control here, you know. <laughs> and suddenly the conversation wasn't about him. It was more about me. In my own pride, in my, my definition of what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable. And all of a sudden, we're talking about insurance, but insurance wasn't the conversation anymore. It wasn't even the, the content of the call. And in the moment that God placed me and it was sudden something much bigger that a revealing had to come and light had to overcome. And I had to walk in skillfulness and excellence. I defined a process, a method to reveal the light and arise from. A position of dominance. Whether you have been prejudiced against people with color of different skin or whether it's been a, an age thing or whether it's a, it's an economic status wh- wh- whether it's a gay thing. I don't, I don't really know what it is but that thing, that thing, that thing can no longer dominate you because your light has come. And how dare we as churches and I know I'm getting on a soapbox now so let me get up here. How can we call ourselves Christian and use the Bible To enforce our prejudices. Get off the soapbox. Your results, my results in life, and I'm just gonna share this with you for a minute, okay? Your results, and I'm almost done. Your results reveal the level of light that you carry. Now wait a minute, not, the, not defined by the world's definition right. that says you own all this stuff, you have this successes, you have all these businesses, you're opening up another location. You must have the favor. You know, that's easy to do, man. That's easy to do. A good business mind, good professional, nice, nice contact, some money. You can do that. Anybody can do that. An unsafe person can do that, and they do it all the time. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is that, 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 that your results reveal the level of light you carry. In other words, you could talk to that gay guy and truly have no prejudice with him and love him and share with him because you know that the light has come in your life. It could be anything. It doesn't matter what it is. But that level of victory reveals the amount of light you carry. When you and I jump to conclusions, when you and I judge other people, when we, when we are standoffish, when we, when we hurt people with our words and our attitudes, when we let people know how we feel about something, <laughs> you reveal the level of light you carry. And see, we think we're in charge and large. That like We're authoritative. No, you're not. You're revealing the elementary walk you have with God. Because you carry a little light. Boy, it got quiet in here. <laughs> As your level increases, this is my last statement and I'm going to close. As your level of light increases, so does the quality of life you live. And the fulfillment of your assignment becomes clear on the earth. God, I want my assignment clearly seen. Because on that day, I want to be able to say to you, I did it, Jesus. I did it. I started out bad. Ooh, I started out bad. I was tardy for work. I didn't do my job. God, but you stayed with me. You didn't fire me, you didn't get rid of me. And God, He said, I know. I know. Well done. Thy good and faithful sermon, enter into the joy of the Lord. We'll say, Oh my goodness, he's talking about me. you <laughs> talking about me. That's what I want to hear. And he'll say that when you fulfill your assignment on the earth. And the level of light you carry will be the revealing of that assignment and the fulfilling of that assignment. And that's why this earth is groaning for the revealing of the sons of God the revealing of the light it's re- oh it's groaning it's groaning it's groaning for the revealing of the sons of God because <laughs> it's dwelling in darkness and it was created by light it is light I, I, I'm not I'm not one that knows you know the depths of physics but I've studied enough just to be ignorant and I know this that everything has its origin in light and creation was not created to dwell in darkness and that's why it groans and neither were you and that's why your life is miserable and neither were the nations and that's why they're at war. But the prince of peace comes. He said, my peace I give you. My peace I leave you. Not as the world gives do I give unto you. I said, God, I want to receive your peace tonight. Hallelujah. Shalom. <laughs> Nothing missing, nothing broken. So let's conclude tonight with prayer, shall we? Whew, thank you, Lord. Whew. I thought it was cold in here, but it's gotten hot in here now. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Let your peace reign in this room tonight. Let your peace overwhelm God. Let your peace take over. Let your light come and let your children arise. Arise out of what has been controlling and containing. Father, arise, hallelujah. For the Lord declares, arise, arise to a new height and to a new level. And come up hither, was my words to John, that you may have the revelation fully disclosed to you. Come here, John, because you can't see it where they're down there on the earth. You can't see it in darkness. You've got to come up here, John. You've got to come up here. And so I say to my people, I say to my church, come come, come up here, come up, come on another level of light I never created you to dwell in that mess, I created you to dwell here with me so we worship you, we praise you we lift our hands and we thank you and we glorify your holy name for you are worthy Jesus You are worthy, Lord, you are worthy, you are worthy. And you are light, and you are light, and you have come. So I will arise, I will arise from where I've been living. And I will rise to dwell with you. Would you stand on your feet and lift your hands and worship him? Oh, we need your light, Lord God. I want to be like you, I want to be like you, I want to go where you are, I want to walk like you walk, I want to be in your glory. For rise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you come Lord let the light shine Jesus through me let your light shine in a dark world God illuminate my life Lord illuminate my dark places Lord shine in the depths of my life Lord shine in the depths of my past Lord shine in God in the present place shine oh God upon my path let your light God. let your light come Lord let my path grow brighter today Lord Revealing, O oh Lord, of your understanding I worship you I worship you I worship you I see myself, Lord I see myself, Lord I see myself, Lord As more than a conqueror I see myself, Lord Jesus I see myself, Lord Above and not beneath Oh, yeah, Lord Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord thank you Lord I'm leaving those things God I'm walking away from those things Lord I'm not going to let them hold me down anymore I'm going to soar with you I'm going to run and not be weary I'm going to walk and not faint I'm going to rise up on eagles wings, Lord Hallelujah Hallelujah Jesus and Father I pray for every man woman in this room Lord I doubt tonight every child in this building God the darkness will no longer oh God overcome our life in any area, Jesus, I know that light will dispel it. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing, but in all that, getting get understanding. And you gave to Daniel. You gave to Daniel. That means you'll give to us. You'll give to us if we'll just reach out and open our hand, open our life you'll give to us like you gave to Daniel <laughs> Woo! God give me give me your understanding Lord Woo! thank you Lord well you can just ask him too you know you can just lift your hands and open your mouth and say give me understanding Lord oh give me understanding Lord hey Lord hey Lord hey Lord hey Lord give me understanding Lord supernatural understanding supernatural skill thank you Lord I'm on my way and I'm in my journey to excellence Lord oh thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Spirit of the Lord fall Mount Hermon, early in the morning, fall on me, cover me, Lord, cover me, Lord, cover me, Lord, drench me, Lord, drench me, Lord, saturate me, oh, Lord, saturate me, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. the living God fall fresh on me take me Lord Jesus to another place God take me Lord to another level let me climb that mountain tonight Lord Jesus (laughs) let me climb that mountain Come hither, John. Come hither. Come hither, John. I got things I want to show you. (laughs) Come on, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm coming, Jesus. Can you tell him that tonight? Say, I'm coming, Jesus. Yes, I am. I don't want to live down here anymore, Lord. I want to come up where you are. Thank you, Lord. Let your anointing fall in this room, God. draw us Lord draw us draw us draw us to the blessed to the blessed to the blessed cross where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away you see some of us need to go back to the cross some of us need to go back to the place where you first saw the light And your burden rolled away, because light caused your burden to roll away. So I declare light, I rise, shine, for your light has come and your burden has rolled away. Peace Coming down From the Father above Oh sweep over my spirit (laughs) Thank you Lord Come on Holy Spirit sweep over my spirit Yay. Thank you, Lord. You are wonderful, Jesus. You just might want to wave your hand in his presence and say, Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord. For it's on Christ the solid rock I stand. For all of the ground is sinking sand. Oh, the ground is sinking sand. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Come on, you just need to make that declaration. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All On the ground is sinking sand. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, you've been good to me, Lord. Sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know it is the spirit of the Spirit, isn't it? There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know. Now, grace, grace that is greater. I shall see when we all get to heaven (laughs) think about it oh what a party that will be I'm going to make myself happy in here because we serve a mighty God angels bow before him Heaven and earth adore him <laughs> Woo For what a mighty God we serve I, I love him I love him Oh I love him <laughs> You see because he first he first, love me. Thank you, Jesus. It was way back at Calvary, my Jesus found my life, and now I am happy all my days. So I want to say thank you. sing his praise now thank you Lord. from all my heart I want to say thank you To some glad morning when this life is over, how fly away. back to old church but that's all right come on turn the light on you see i couldn't see because the light was off and it was dark so i was blind groping looking searching but when the light had come suddenly i could see so i bless you tonight i bless you in your soul and i bless you in your body and i bless you in your spirit tonight that we walk from this place not out of control but in control knowing that if God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, surely the matter what you're facing and what circumstance you're in tonight, arise for your light has come and God is bigger. So Lord, bless us now as we leave this room. May our hearts be softened. May the voice be clear. And as our heads are bowed tonight, hey preacher hey preacher before you leave you know i really like to make things right with Jesus well okay if you need that prayer we'll certainly pray for you so sir ma'am if that's your cry you say pray for me preacher I just want to make things right with Jesus if that's you just hold your hand up for a minute and then put it back down I just want to give everybody an opportunity before we leave this room We love you in the Lord and thanks for just allowing me to be me. (laughs) We'll see you next Sunday. Live right, love everybody.